Welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, psychics, aliens, religion, new age stuff, awakening, ascension, star seeds, channeling, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, and other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelylea.com or at thelovelylea on Instagram so we can connect. Kylie Zek is a holistic health coach and certified occupational therapy assistant. After years of working to heal her chronic illness, she aspires to empower individuals to take health into their own hands and create their own healing journey. When Kylie was a teenager, her health took a turn for the worse after a long bout of mononucleosis. Months of chronic pain turned into years as doctor after doctor struggled to pinpoint a single diagnosis, but agreed that she was exhibiting severe autoimmunity. She was prescribed numerous medications over the years, which masked her autoimmune symptoms, but led to further health complications. And after many years of frustration with multiple doctors, medications, chronic pain, and debilitating flare-ups, her life radically changed when she learned how big of a role diet can play in her health. She cut out processed foods, grains, dairies, and refined sugars, and completely tapered off all her medications. She has since been in remission for almost four years and helps other people learn that food is medicine and that the body has amazing abilities to heal itself if given the right conditions and nutrients. Kylie learned to listen to her intuition and guide her through this healing process and learned that as you begin to trust your body, you can heal it too. Please welcome Kylie to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Aaliyah Lovely, and today we have Kylie Zek, and I'm really excited because she's a good friend of mine, and she's going to talk to us today about detox, about listening to your body and healing yourself. How are you doing, girl? I'm amazing. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, so I am 12 weeks pregnant, So, which is incredible and I'll get into that so yeah definitely nauseous uh <laughs> nothing different from the last pregnancy so far so yeah um yeah have to run to the bathroom in the middle of our interviews so. oh man uh, you'll know <laughs> we'll make sure to make a special edit for that um so I just it's been interesting because um just just knowing you and knowing the the length of your journey what you've had to go through and all the health issues that you've had and from the outside, it doesn't look like anything's going on with you, but internally you're ha- you are having and suffering with loads of like inflammation and lupus mm-hmm. and yeah. other elements and fertility even. Yes. Um, so we're going to get into that. But before we do, um, if you can just give a, a little bit of a summary to our audience about like your background and what got you on this journey, because I do know that your health journey is very much intertwined with your spiritual journey. 1000%. Yeah. So it's really interesting that you even said that, you know, you look healthy on the outside. And I think that's what a lot of people struggle with when they have a chronic illness is that everything looks normal. Mm-hmm. You're fine. You look great. But on the inside, we're suffering. There's so many people that are suffering and you don't even know because these autoimmune illnesses can just be so silent looking. Like you look completely healthy but uh, we're silently suffering. Um, so yeah, everything started for me at the age of 14 um, when I had mono or Epstein-Barr virus, which is completely something I look at completely different now. But age 14, which just to give you a reference, I'm 29, mm-hmm. right? I'll be 29. Oh, yeah, <laughs> December. <laughs> um, who counts anyways? Yeah, so I was in and out of doctors for up until from the age 14 till 18 before I got, you know, like a real diagnosis. You know, I've been diagnosed with lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, Sjogren's connective tissue disease. You, yeah, I've, I mean, every doctor has their own opinion. And so it was always, I wish we had this magic wand or this magic pill for you. And I was always extremely disappointed. You know, I had a team of doctors when I was 14 years old at Children's Mercy in Kansas City, 
had a massage therapist. Mm -hmm. I had a child psychologist because they were like, it's probably in your head, which is so awful. And that's like one of the things with these chronic illnesses, you look normal, but it's probably in your head. And, you know, not only is that something that women have struggled with for so long with, you know, reproductive issues, but it goes along with uh, chronic illnesses as well. So, and then I also had a rheumatologist as well uh, with my team. But, you know, for years they're like, I just don't know. So we'll try this pill. We'll try this, you know, therapeutic. And nothing really stuck with me until I got married. Around the time I got married, I was finally on this regimen of Plaquenil, which is the now very controversial hydrochloroquine medication. Yeah. Yeah. I was on that for a few years, um, and along with Tylopram, which is an anti-anxiety medication. And that kind of kept me stable for a few years. Um, But my inflammation was just still out of control, even with medication. So I was like, okay, well, this is bearable. Then finally, I watched my mother-in-law radically change her diet to help her inflammation and mental health and, you know, trauma situation. And my husband was like, let's try it with you. If it works with her, you could try it as well. So thank God I had him to help me because radically changing your lifestyle and diet is so difficult unless you have a partner there doing it with you. I wouldn't have done it unless he did it with me. So, you know, I didn't even know how to cook when we got married. So it was amazing that I I learned how to cook healthy when I did start cooking right off the bat. So for three months, I changed my diet to the Whole30 diet. Um, And three months in, I was like, wow, I actually feel kind of great. And then six months after that, I was off of my medication and I decided to, which is pretty quick when you're on medication for so long. And I didn't do it with a doctor's supervision. And I always recommend, you know, if you're going to start getting off of medication and tapering, make sure you do it with your doctor because I just blindly did it and was like, what's happening to me? And so then by that point, I got some blood work done and my inflammation was the lowest it had been since before I was sick without medication, just from lifestyle changes. Um, And that's not even including the environmental stuff that I started doing after that, which is, you know, changing my body lotion, you know, to less chemical stuff which I'll get into. So I was like, wow, this can really work for me. I can take control of my own health and my own life without, you know, all these doctors telling me what to do. So that gave me some control. Then I was kind of like that for all the way up until November of 2019. Mm -hmm. I was really stable. I was eating a paleo diet. Then in November, we moved into a house Um, out here in Oklahoma that was just riddled with mold Mm -hmm. and that it just hit me so hard which this led me to a whole new layer of healing which is just crazy because I didn't know that there could be any more have some some crazy symptom where you almost they thought you were having a stroke yeah so and that's the thing mold illness uh, or toxicity can mimic multiple sclerosis, a lot of times mold toxicity mimics all of these chronic illnesses. So I thought, oh my God, you know, my illness is coming back. It's becoming worse. There was um, a day, kind of was a breaking point where I was like laying in bed and I have a two-year-old, almost three-year-old. And so I'm supposed to be a mom. And you know, the chronic fatigue was just debilitating. I couldn't get out of bed, but there was a one day in particular where I couldn't walk and I couldn't speak right. And my husband was like, are you having a stroke? Like it was insane. Um, but before that, this is where my intuition came in because, you know, for so long I was taught not to trust anybody. I was not taught to trust my doctors because they didn't give me any hope. And at the same time, I couldn't trust myself because I was like, nothing is working. I'm so sick. Like college was probably the worst period of time of my illness before I got any healing out of that. But um, if you felt betrayed by your body, you wouldn't trust it anyway. 
1000%. So it wasn't until, you know, even actually I had Grayson, my son, did I really start to get an intuition and, you know, mother's intuition. So, um, maybe it was more so after I started eating cleaner, to be honest, and I could get into that as well, because that's definitely has something to do with it. So when we moved into this house, I was like, something's not right. Something is not right. I think there's mold in this house. And Alec was like, yeah, probably this is really, you know, it was built in the 1930s. Okay. So (laughs) who knows what's behind these floorboards. And then we found some mold here and there and we had them come out and fix it. And then there was that time where I had that, you know, mini stroke and we were like, we got to get out of here. But it wasn't until we were on our way out of moving out of the house, you know, we had nothing left in there. Yeah. Until somebody was like, hey, you guys should check your HVAC, which is the air conditioning unit that blows throughout the whole house. We took it apart and that thing was covered in mold. And so that's why I was like, wow, my intuition was right. Like I had that voice inside my head that was like, there's something wrong with this house. It's not you. You were doing everything right. It's not you. But it turns out that uh, mold is a trigger for these underlying things that we have hidden in our bodies. And if had it not been for that mold experience, I wouldn't have known to continue to look that I still had more healing to do and that continue to do. That would be uh, crazy if you had gotten, if you never had that validation of knowing that it was something in the house. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I felt like a crazy person for sure. Yeah. Having to try new stuff or different stuff after you had been on such a long journey towards healing yourself and then feeling like, None of that worked. Oh, 1000%. And that's when I, it was so crazy because I was getting onto my platform with Instagram and I was like, okay, I'm so excited to start sharing my healing journey with everybody. And then bam, I got sick and I'm like, I'm a fraud. You know, I'm not healthy. How can I share how my experience when I'm literally so chronically fatigued that I'm not healthy. I can't share this with people. Yeah. But at this point, you know, Alec and I were had trying to conceive for, um, since May of 2019. And so not only did I kind of know something was going on with the mold, but I knew something else wasn't right with my fertility because before we had moved into the moldy house, fertility was an issue and endometriosis was an issue. So I was still kind of like, you know, what's going on here? There's still something not completely right with me. Not to shame myself that it's all me, but there's something not right. Something was off balance. Right. And that's another point where my intuition comes in because I'm like, something's, something's not right. And then I, I, I don't know where it comes from. Obviously, this is just how intuition works. But uh, I got a voice that said, you have heavy metal tox- toxicity. And, um, I was like, I just, for some reason, feel like I really need to detox from heavy metals. Did I do anything about it? No. So I just was like, I need to do this, but you know, I still at that point didn't really trust my intuition. Cause I was like, you know, I, Oh, it's probably just an idea. You don't know anything about that. Well, um, intuition lives in the body. And if you felt like you were at any point distrusting your body, then that would be really difficult to be able to surrender to any kind of voice coming in. 1000%. And because, you know, my body, I felt like my body has failed me so many times. How could I trust it? But so I knew that heavy metals had been a thing. So I started doing some more research about heavy metals. I was doing research on mold when I lived in this mold house. Cause I'm like, something's going on. I'm not right you know, and that's when I found Anthony William, who is the medical medium. And he's going on about Epstein-Barr virus. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. I've been researching Epstein-Barr virus for years now, which is another part of my intuition. It's like something's going on with heavy metals. Something's going on with Epstein-Barr virus, which is this mono thing, which started at the age of 14, which started this whole thing. Yeah. And that's when I really started to be like, okay, my intuition is way stronger than I thought it was. Like, I know what I'm talking about. And I really started to trust that. And that's where I'm like, I really do know what I'm doing. 
I need to trust my voice. I need to trust my inner voice. And now I'm pregnant and I'm feeling great besides, you know, throwing up all the time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I really started following the medical medium, detoxing and cleansing. And after a month out of being out of the mold house, because we ended up moving because we were like, we got to get out of here, you know. Um, we did one of his cleanse, which is a nine day cleanse. I started using this product, um, or a supplement called TRS, which is detoxing. And then I got pregnant because the, uh, the detoxing supplement helps with detoxing mold, heavy metals, pesticides, chemicals, all that stuff, Mm -hmm. um, which I knew that my body was just not right. Which another thing is, is that. Epstein-Barr virus feeds off of these heavy metals and these pesticides and all these things. So in mold, including mold. So that's why molds can be a trigger for Epstein-Barr virus. And that's why all my symptoms started coming back. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting sick mm-hmm. all over again. This virus um, is in your body and doesn't go away, right? Does it go away? Well, okay. So I remember a doctor telling me, hey, once you have Epstein-Barr virus, you're going to have it for the rest of your life. And I'm like, cool, okay, that didn't really mean anything to me at the time. But according to Anthony William, if you follow his protocol with his, you know, everything he does is with food and natural herbal remedies, he is, um, you know, claims that you can heal Epstein-Barr virus. And there are plenty of people out there on Instagram that you can find that have healed their Epstein-Barr virus through his protocols and just completely swear by it. And that's another reason why I was like, okay, I'm going to give this a try. And now that I'm pregnant, I'm like, there's got to be something to this man and what he says, because I did the nine day cleanse. I was detoxing and bam, after a year of trying to get pregnant, I got pregnant after the first try out of moving, like after we moved out of that house. So I'm like, there's got to be some merit to this for sure. So because uh, Anthony William. Um, I did the cleanse with you. Yes. Oh my God. That was so fun because we were texting each other like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. I'm starving. (laughs) Well, it's because I wasn't prepared well enough. You know, I I really recommend anybody who's going to be doing the cleanse to really sit down and prepare and write out your meals. Because if you don't, you're going to be scrambling and you're going to be starving, which you shouldn't go hungry because you're allowed to eat as much as you, not as much as you want, but you shouldn't be as hungry as I was, but I also wasn't hungry if you're not prepared. prepared. Exactly. I just, if you're not prepared. Cause I was like, wait, what are these other recipes? And I like, I was just basically juicing and I was like, literally. And, um, but just to go backwards a little bit, um, a lot of people, and I think that this is important to notate because especially any type of spiritual practices, when we're working on anything that people are talking about, that's healing oriented or whatever there's always this 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 claim of legitimacy right Mm -hmm. whether or not somebody can be backed is it legitimate do you have any like degrees that show this that and the other however i do think that like okay obviously there's a place for doctors and a place one thousand percent and like the degrees that they get and that Mm -hmm. is very very important to the structure of our health and society um however the way that we look at people who don't have degrees and people who do work within more of the spiritual realms, we beg for more proof. And oh, yes, it's always kind of this idea that like, it's not valid because it doesn't have this stamp of approval on it. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, like, I'm sorry, this might be a little bit of a tangent, but I, I had someone who came through um, my email the other day. And um, what is the meanest email I've probably gotten? Oh, I hate that. Um, probably my intuition said it was a relative of somebody I've helped and mm. not being into the spiritual stuff at all. And then mm-hmm. she came at me and said stuff about like, you're, um, you have no legitimacy. You have no real qualifications. You mm-hmm. have the other, um, why don't you stop trying to, uh, praying on people's despair in order to finance your narcissism? Oh, wow. Damn. Like she came for me. And my, my first initial response was like, what do you mean? No qualifications. Like as as our spirituality stuff goes, we don't have a college that we can go to, you know, um, this podcast is a little bit like education, trying to educate people through other practitioners and stuff like that. Yes. Our first claim, our first like idea is to block what comes most natural to us. 
as far as our hands mm. and our intuition. If you go into the indigenous practices, they used plant medicine. That's why it's called. Yes. Or they used pharmaceuticals yes. and mm-hmm. chemicals and other things. So like our first wave of the way people healed and kept living. So we continued as a species like was, was primarily through spirit and through intuition and through channeling and through, you know, what is it? Uh, witch doctors and, and yes, not through a pill. Shamanic healing. Yes. Yes. Um, that's the OG stuff. And like a yeah. lot of people don't even realize, okay, so don't get me wrong. I'm just going to make this claim. I'm not a doctor. And all I can do is share my experience with people and help them create their own experience of healing. And I'm not going to deny that acute care medicine has its place. You know, I ended up having to have a C-section with my son. Without that, we would have both died. You know what I'm saying? And like, even with this pregnancy, I am so sick. I'm going to be taking some stuff here and there to make sure I don't, you know, lose so much weight during the first trimester because I'm so sick. So, you know, allopathic medicine has its time and its place and they have life-saving procedures and antibiotics they can do. I 100% will never deny that. Um, But a lot of times people don't even realize where are these pharmaceuticals, you know, what's their main derivative? And it comes from plants. And so, so people are so quick to like, oh, essential oils, let's just woo woo stuff, which, um, I'm just now getting into essential oils, but I, I, and I, and herbs as well. Like I really like making my own tinctures and stuff, but people don't realize, Hey, did you know that that's actually where your little pill originally came from is from these plants, um, and getting in touch with nature and, it's just so amazing to me that back in the day, like this is, they learned from the plants because they had that connection with mother earth and mother nature to be like, this is what's going to be used for this ailment or for this illness. And we have lost touch with that practice. Granted, there's people out there that I would, you know, love to learn from, but, and I'm so drawn to that um, practice, but uh, going back to the whole stamp of approval, it, it's so, you know, I kind of feel like I'm going through that right now. I'm getting my holistic certification uh, to start coaching people, which I am more than happy to start taking people who would be willing to work with me to just kind of, you know, walk through their experience and say, hey, let's try this together. Let's do this. Um, I've tried so many things in my healing journey. One thing that works for you maybe didn't work for me or it worked for me and it may not work for you. Everybody's, you know, individual, but that's another thing. It's like part of me wanted to get this certification. So people felt comfortable, like, Hey, she knows what she's talking about, but I have years of real life experience of, you know, being on the floor and pulling myself up and you know, pulling myself up by the bootstraps and figuring this out. Granted, I had the privilege to do so. I'm not going to deny that. Um, Eating healthy and figuring out these resources takes time and money. And I'm not going to deny that. Yeah. Um, So I'm I'm very blessed in that aspect. So you got a lot of your, um, like, essentially some of your new ideals about this, like, detox and stuff from the medical medium, which he channels most of his information yes how to help people heal so if you guys don't know who anthony william is if you've heard of the celery juice Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's a celery man yeah (laughs) that's the guy um interestingly enough for myself even when i tried the cleanse for five days um i look i can only do it for five days at some point i was like i need tacos y'all um but (laughs) point in which i felt like because i wanted to see i also have endometriosis Mm -hmm. and i wanted to see if that would help at all with a lot of my symptoms because I was mm-hmm. just like, it, like I'm in so much pain. It feels like I'm having a baby every month. And it was, mm. it was just dramatic change in the way that my period behaved. I had no cramps. It was the lightest I've ever seen it. Like I didn't have, like I felt good. I didn't have that fatigue. I didn't have that bloating, mm-hmm. I didn't have that tenderness. None of those normal symptoms that I would have, I didn't have. And I only did it for five days. Um, mm-hmm. barely if you counted, it might like actually be four. 
Um, but just from that little bit of a shift, um, you know, that was able to help with some of my, my more chronic uh, issues that I was having. Um, I have, I have some, some people who are, who I know who are also nutritionists and they're saying, um, which they're saying your liver is the detoxer. You don't need to detox in order mm. to, like, your body naturally does that. And so, right. Well, larger and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. like you're, I feel like you're about to say something. Yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I want to hop on that because a lot of these ideas, uh, come from Anthony and you know I'm not gonna be like oh he's the end-all be-all and that's why I also want to be my own coach because I've gone through experiences I've read a lot of things I pull you know many different ideas from everywhere but a lot of what he has said has rung true for me in particular and here's the thing about our liver it is the main detoxifier but we're also living in America where we don't even realize how toxic our environments are. Um, Not only the food we're eating um, and the pharmaceuticals that we're taking, nothing against pharmaceuticals, but you know, we forget like that's still a chemical process with unknown chemicals. And there's also the products we're using, the candles we're smelling, the cleaning products we're using, all these things literally clog our liver mm-hmm. okay so there's people out there that are like oh our liver does that for us okay but why are we so chronically sick and that's because our bodies are not a well-oiled machine like they should be and that's because our livers are like chronically sluggish mm-hmm. um and when you're not able to detox properly that's when illness is going to come up and a lot of these things happen there's two things there's two things that can make somebody sick an underlying pathogen like a virus or bacteria or a parasite and then you also have toxins from your environment whether that be heavy metals plastics pesticides a lot of things that we don't think of on a daily basis You know, the hand sanitizer you put on, then you touch the receipt, you automatically have that receipt paper chemicals in your blood system within seconds. It's crazy. Like it's, it's crazy. It's actually like a rabbit hole that you don't want to go down on because it's very eye opening and scary because a lot of these things are out of our control. So I, I would like to argue the fact that, yeah, our livers are supposed to be detoxing us, but we don't live in great environments that allow for that to be optimal for us. And and then you add the standard American diet that a lot of people just aren't educated on what these foods they're really doing to us and what's in these foods and how they get stuck in our bodies and stuck in our guts um, and basically sit and rot there. Um, It's, it's, if you look at the products that you, you touched on that a little bit, mm -hmm. you think, think about our lotions, our incense, our candles, um, perfume, perfume being a big one. I noticed mm-hmm. I, I bought some perfume. I haven't had perfume in a few years. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you know what? I feel like a new scent. I got some, mm-hmm. bought something. And um, I noticed my period after that. I've only worn the, mm. the hormone disruptors in these chemicals. Huge change. In mm-hmm. change. And I saw it immediately and I was like, fuck, this is that chemical thing. But Well, and that's what's amazing is that you are so in tune with your body that you immediately knew. But then there's people that just go on their lives not knowing, oh, I feel like crap. And a lot of times you don't realize how crappy we feel until we remove these things from our environment or from our diet. Well, if you um, even like, so I was looking at xenoestrogens. Yes. Xenoestrogens mimicking estrogen and like, and loads and loads of products down to mm-hmm. mattresses we sleep on. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. And it's out of our control because like yes. I got a mattress, I got not a Casper, but something like that. Um, came in this, you know, plastic all, you know, and it took maybe three weeks before it stopped smelling like whatever was on <sighs> it. Mm-hmm. Do that, and I was like, I'm sleeping on this. I'm uh huh. Yes. In this thing, you know, it's got flame retardants in it. It's probably got anti, um, like fungal stuff in it, fungicides. That's what it's called, fungicides in it. Like shit. For like for weeks, like I just mm-hmm. felt really tired. Mm -hmm. I was super craving like super sugary things, which I don't normally have a sweet tooth. Um, Mm -hmm. So there was this massive imbalance. And I was, that's when I, my intuition kicked in and said, look up this, like look up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. 
and that was what led me down to that path. So I want to kind of like switch gears a little bit here yeah. and more into the intuitive aspect of it because mm-hmm. yes, we can talk about health and that's great. Um, and most people like, I mean, who are listening to this may have some sense of, I want to look into wellness and whatnot, but for you, it was really big into your healing for you to listen to your intuition. And I know when we first met, you were someone who had a hard time feeling like you could trust that aspect of yourself. Oh, 100%. Yeah. The journey. How, how has that grown? I get, I get that like the hardships and stuff have made it grow for you, but what resources or what experiences really defined for you? Okay. This is what intuition is. And this is how I can help heal myself via that. Yeah. So it was definitely really validating that when I listened to my intuition, when I found out that I was right, like I was right about the mold, I was right about the heavy metals, um, because I know for a fact that my liver is under, it's not functioning just because, you know, by proxy of living in America and everything that I've encountered. But um, Alec and I decided to get our genetics tested before we had Grayson because we were like, you know, let's just kind of see what's going on. If there's any, anything um, that could be come up, we want to be prepared for. Both of us have a a mutation with our detox pathways. Um, So I already knew that and, but I didn't really think how much it would affect me. But uh, when I learned how much the liver really detoxes you. Um, and I just started really to trust that. And I started to support my detox pathways, um, not only with the supplement that I was taking called TRS, uh, but just with like dandelion teas. There's a lot of things out there that you could do to support your detox pathways. And um, my intuition actually has gotten way stronger since I've started eating healthier and detoxing. Um, just, it's like I'm cleansing my body. And once I rid my body of these things, it's like they were blocks. They were blocks for me. Um, and now, you know, not only did my intuition grow because I started actually trusting it, but because I started to physically remove the toxins out of my body, I was able to tap into that way easier um, for me. So, I feel like that's an important point to make because mm-hmm. not just as a result of your circumstances that cause your intuition to grow, mm-hmm. it's just like you clearing the pathway for that information to come through. Um, yes. I find that to be really interesting. Um, a few years back, like when my, my intuition kicked in and says, you need to stop eating meat. Yes. What? Why? Like, I'm yes. Like, Sorry, this is not to push anybody to decide to stop eating meat. No pressure here. Right, right. But there was just this, like, there was this, this moment where it was like my body was saying, don't eat it anymore. This is not yes. good for you. Mm-hmm. And so um, I cut meat out cold turkey. I love this pun. So <laughs> it's like, I intend the pun. The pun is great. Um, but I mean, like, I just, I stopped completely and it was not even like I had to think about it. My body, Mm -hmm. my intuition, part being part of my body, uh, was like, yeah, this is the next step. And then the next month it was like, now you need to get rid of cheese. And I was like, listen, I love my pizza. Uh And, um, within a couple of weeks of having that, that intuition come in and then not listening to it, I started to get really lactose intolerant. Just suddenly, mm-hmm. and I, was like, I already had kind of some sensitivities, but I've like mm-hmm. them by years and years and years of eating dairy. Um, and then just all of a sudden, couldn't tolerate it anymore, couldn't smell it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like how it smelled, you know. Then the next thing, caffeine and alcohol. That was yes. And I was like, okay, like getting rid of caffeine um, was easy. Alcohol wasn't hard to get rid of because I already didn't metabolize it very well. Right. But it was just the social pressure of being like, oh, I don't. Mm-hmm. Ask me why are you not drinking? Are you pregnant? Are you this? Da, da, da. Oh, you think you're mm-hmm. pregnant? Shut up! Like I just don't want it in my body. Um, so all of those things being a, a measure, but my intuition crazily got cr- like so yes after that. Yeah, it's pretty wild to experience, honestly. And Alec and I talk about that. Uh, we changed our diets four years ago. You know, we started like on a paleo, and now we're working towards plant based. Um, cause Anthony William, you know, he doesn't shame anybody. 
he basically is like, try to eliminate animal products mm -hmm. um, just because they could be so hard on our guts and um, really hard to break down, especially if we all have these sluggish livers. Yeah. Um, you know, and what's, what works for one person is definitely not going to work for the next. We're all individual here. Um, but so we're working towards this plant-based lifestyle, which is so hard to follow anyways, if you're not already doing it, but even more so when you're pregnant. But um, it's great that I have him to help me through that. Yeah. yeah. But um, Anthony William talks about your cleansing journey is your spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he has a really great quote and I can't think of it, think about it off the top, off the top of my head. Um, but your cleansing of all of these things. And I've really experienced that for myself since starting four years ago when I changed my diet and my lifestyle radically, just the self-awareness that has come with it is like, Oh wow. Like, you know, I've, we definitely have had a lot of trauma in our family. Don't get me wrong. And that's been a huge catalyst for our spiritual awakening, yeah. but diet is just as important um, especially if you have, if you're chronically ill, because that's, you know, your body trying to say something's out of alignment, something's not right. Help me. <laughs> and so really listening to your body, um, get back into alignment and then your intuition just follows suit. And it's just been amazing to experience that firsthand because not only am I physically feeling so much better, mentally and spiritually, I'm way more sound and calm and aware. And it's brought more self-awareness to not only myself, but compassion and understanding for other people and their experiences and what makes them them. And um, yeah, but I, I really do attribute that to a lot of cleansing from our harsh environments that we live in in America. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there is a like a high level i mean people could you could really argue like if people don't want to get on board with the idea that food actually clears the pathways for spirituality mm -hmm. look at the people in your life mm -hmm. <laughs> they like you you can detox from certain people and the energy yes which they bring forth i think food holds energy too um 100 percent. well everything's got a vibration yeah. we all know that so if you don't eat high vibrational foods and i get it like not everybody has access to these things. Um, and, and I know eating healthy is really expensive and that's where we choose to spend our, our money on. Um, I don't buy myself new clothes. I don't buy my, I don't get my hair done. It's not pretty. Um, but we choose to spend our money on food because food is medicine to me and I'd rather spend it on food rather than the doctor's office. Um, yeah. So, but it, it's, it's definitely, a lot of adjustments, but there's great places out there that make it more affordable. Mm -hmm. And you know, no, people can't always eat organic foods, but even if you're choosing vegetables over, you know, if you have to eat conventional vegetables over a fried food, do it, you know, even though there's things in it and you can't necessarily control that, it's still a step towards getting away from the processed foods that's just going to block you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a, like earlier when you were saying everything has a vibration, mm -hmm. um, there was, um, I had a VP, uh, Eric Adams, Brooklyn Borough President, um, mm -hmm. he's talking about like eating living foods, foods mm -hmm. that are living. And I thought, ah, oh, that's, a, this is such a good way to say that because I can very easily identify without having to look it up, which foods of mine are living versus which is, which are dead essentially mm -hmm. um, and how they feed the body. And so fried foods are, are a hundred percent dead <laughs> in addition to the added things. Although sometimes yes. like that here and there, you know, um, but looking more closely at it as a way to connect the reason why I just, I stopped eating meat and dairy one, my intuition said so, but I had read an mm -hmm. article that talked about the vibrational aspects of living foods versus non-living foods and how in my own vibration, when I consume meat, that the yes. rotting of that meat is what lowers my vibration. So in areas when I'm mm -hmm. times when I'm really trying to connect to the spirit, like I'm, I'm con more conscious about what it is that I'm eating so I can get those downloads easier. 
Yes. Um, and I don't want anybody mm-hmm. to listen to this and be like, okay, they're telling me I have to be vegetarian to be spiritual. That's not what I'm saying. Right. Like we said earlier, for everybody, I feel like we have to do all these concessions. I hate that. <laughs> I feel like highly polarized political, whatever. I know. Sensitive. I'm like, I'm sorry. Um, but just because I don't want to isolate anybody in my audience. Like, I'm not saying that you have to be vegetarian to be spiritual. Right. But particularly for me, because I'm so sensitive, I couldn't, like, I couldn't stay in the space where I was having rotting flesh in my body and yes. as as well as I wanted to. It didn't mean I couldn't connect at all. It just means that I wanted to connect better. It's like yes. clearing the pathway for a, a higher level of communicate or more quality level of communication. So that yes. is my ability to intuit and uh, like I like it's tenfold. It's ridiculous the difference. Yes, yes, it's crazy. Well, and I've also heard that I really like that you said eat living foods. I've heard the the, the expression "if man made it, don't eat it." Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like that one. Um, but it's really interesting that you talk about rotting meat in your gut because that's what Anthony William talks about. He and this is what's kind of confusing because in more of the natural health world people talk about leaky gut and I was once a huge pusher of that like oh our guts are leaky and in a way they are but it's really our guts have rotten food in it and we can't break it down and that's what the whole concept of the celery juice is is to help the hydrochloric acid in our stomachs to help break down that food and move it along which also helps our livers as well and get that all going um yeah because it's an overeating of meat it's not that meat is bad 100 percent. ancestors like they eat meat but they didn't eat meat every day exactly and that's why i'm saying we're moving towards a plant-based diet it's definitely been a process for alec and i you know we started out with paleo which is like a lot of meat you know mm-hmm. um and just vegetables and it's been a process to be able to start to kind of weed it out. And uh, what's really interesting is that along with vibration, I really believe we store our traumas and our memories in our tissues. So it's also really interesting to think, what are we consuming that has a memory that has these traumas in their tissues, Mm. Um, which also can be contributing to the lower vibrational um, it's just something to think about. Obviously I'm not going to say I'm perfect. I'm pregnant and I've been eating like crap. So, <laughs> um, it's definitely a balance of trying, you know, uh, but also just being aware. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I think that's, that, that's something that, I, that from for myself is something that I honed in and on is not the shaming of eating meat for particularly, but where does mm-hmm. meat coming from? Mm-hmm. where's the treatment of the animals because whatever abuse that they're incurring during that process yes off of sentient beings and like not to guilt anyone it's just that like for myself i was sensitive to those emotions my yes that my emotionality my depression my anxiety mm-hmm. was much higher when i was consuming you know where those animals are being you know like well especially as empaths we just absorb everything Right. And so it's so hard not to absorb all that and be like, okay, well, what's mine? What's yours? What's, what's my husband's? Um, what's this food I just ate? Yeah. And I feel like it's the, the, the caveat of this is that for myself, I feel like it's different with fish somehow. Um, Mm -hmm. maybe because they're not a land animal and they're not um, Mm -hmm. in the same way. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's not. Yeah. So the thing about fish is that we have to be careful is that there's, it's so sad because everything's contaminated now with heavy metals. And so like anything that we eat, we're also acquiring whatever they have, you know, toxic toxins in them or hormones in them. And I get it. It's super overwhelming, but that's also all the more reason to detox just like for the rest of your life to have that as a part of your routine to start detoxing or once a month have a week where you cleanse um and cleanses look different for everybody um but uh his yeah his cleanses are anthony william his cleanses definitely are not the typical cleanse these are 
cleanses that come from spirit that know exactly how it's going to get in your body and into your organs and your tissues to cleanse you properly. Um, yeah. So, so how do, what's your advice on, you know, telling someone how do they utilize their intuition to know what's best for their body? If it keeps coming up, if you keep on revisiting something in your mind over and over again that you've denied, it's your intuition. Cause I denied myself so many times where I was like, like, nope, I'm just not even going to go down that road. I don't want to put in the work to do that. Um, and if it keeps popping up, it's probably your intuition saying, ding, 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 red flag. You need to look, you need to look at this. And so, um, definitely start to listen to that voice. If it's repeating itself, you know, obviously I didn't hear it every week. It was like every month every other month. And then finally I was like, okay, I need to take this serious. And then I got results after I listened and I'm like, oh wow. Okay. I really need to, <laughs> um, but also for just people who people who are just sick and tired of being sick and tired, you know, um, I got to a point in my life where I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to be sick anymore. I'm not going to have it as my identity. I am the only person that can change this. Um, and that's when I started just researching and researching and was like, I'm going to take my power back. And when I took my power back, that's when my intuition fell in line, you know, along with eating healthier and yeah, it's all interconnected for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's usually a lot of times the missing link between the way that we look at our diets and our, not just our diets, but like our health. Like we can talk about mm -hmm. exercise. We can talk about mm -hmm. like, uh, our environments, like the way that we work and who we have in our life. All of these things add up to how we feel, you know, as a soul. hundred um, percent. Yeah. Right. So like detox is not just about food, but detoxing shit in your life that don't, don't feel good. Oh yeah. And well, and once you start, and that's, Alec and I talk about this all the time. Once you start to remove the crap from your life, mm -hmm. that's when you start questioning so many things. And like, for those of you guys have listened to my husband's podcast, I, mm -hmm. I mean, her husband was on a, uh, the episode where we talked about dualism and question everything. Yeah. Particularly, uh, let's see, I need to find the number of it real quick. I think it's, um, uh, 66. Yeah. And so, sorry, go ahead. So in case they wanted to reference. That. Yeah, no. So he, um, him and I, we go down through so many rabbit holes. Like mm -hmm. I, we need to like record our own conversations. Cause like the, the stuff that we talk about, people are like, are you guys okay? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> this, the amount of stuff that you start to wake up to is just, mm -hmm. um, pretty crazy. And I think it's really just, I know I keep repeating myself, but cleansing, cleansing, cleansing from our toxic environments. You know, I'm always also kind of like, I feel like it's a conspiracy. They want us to be sick. Um, they don't want us to know how we are divinely connected and how we should be connected. Um, and I didn't reach that until I got all the crap out of my system. So, And it's interesting to see, I mean, from, from a personal perspective, see your transformation through that. Because it wasn't just about you getting results about feeling better and finally getting pregnant, but it, it's also about the way in which you carry yourself, trust yourself, the, the connection you have to spirit versus the, like, the feeling that you had to uh, outsource that to someone else. Mm -hmm. That being very different as a result of you cleansing that. So like, it doesn't just have to be cleansing food, guys. Like the, the moral of the story is, is like, cleanse your shit. Like, <laughs> get stuff out cleanse of Cleanse your shit, but trust yourself. Trust yourself. Trust yourself because... When I started trusting myself, I'm such like a logic. I feel like I'm a male brain. Like I need evidence. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I just needed a lot of evidence that I was right. I needed, obviously, just because I've been denied so many years that not to trust my body. Um, oh, you're inherently sick. Something's wrong with you. And so obviously, I was so disconnected that I needed the extra push from the universe to be like, damn it, listen to yourself. You know what you're doing. You just got to trust it. And I was like, I'm just going to let it flow. I'm going to trust it. And then it just was like, damn, like 
-hmm. Yeah. So really trust that voice. Yeah. I love that. So, um, what would you say if you had, um, you know, the, to leave people with a lasting impression here or like something that you would like to channel from spirit? Um, what is something that, that everybody listening needs to know? You know your body more than anybody else. You know what you need. You know what you don't need. And you just really need to listen to yourself. Um, you are in charge of your sovereign self. And just take your power back. Whether that be from a relationship or a doctor-patient relationship. It doesn't even have to be medical. Um, just the relationship with yourself. Um, is the main, like, I want to cry because I'm like, <laughs> it's just, um, it's crazy how much physically when you start trusting yourself, everything else just starts to fall into place for you. Mm -hmm. Um, I really believe that the universe will show you what you need to learn about yourself. And if you go with that, you know, it's not going to be easy. Healing from what I've gone through is not easy. Um, Facing those relationships, facing that trauma, facing the food, facing the addictions, it's not easy, but you will get in touch with yourself more than you will ever in your life, and you will feel amazing, because then your mind, body, and spirit will just start to connect, things will click for you, your life will flow, um, so really just listen to yourself, you know yourself, don't deny yourself. Yeah. I, I love that. Thank you so much, Kylie, for being on the show. Before yes. We well, thank you for having me. <laughs> of course. Um, can you tell everybody where to find you? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram. I've been kind of silent <laughs> just because I've been so sick with this pregnancy. Um, but please follow me at Kylie Zeck. It's K-Y-L-E-E-Z-E-C-K. Or you could find me under creating the cure, all one, no spaces. Um, yeah, I, I'm really just trying to help people cultivate their own healing journey through their own experiences because I, I recognize everything's individual. Not everybody is going to have the same experience as mine, but I definitely have a lot of knowledge in the healing world. So, um, yeah. Thank you so much. Um, we're going to continue this conversation over at Patreon um, talking about trusting yourself, and I'm excited to get into that. Uh, if you guys like this episode, please share it with someone that you love and make sure to subscribe and rate five stars. We like five stars. It's, it's a, my favorite thing. So, <laughs> um, and I just hope you guys really took this to heart, trusting yourself and looking into your body. It is really frustrating when we're going through the process of healing, not just even medically, but like internally, psychologically, mm -hmm. uh, within our soul, like as we're trying to expand through this process. And particularly since we're going through a pandemic where COVID, everybody's super anxious about contracting something and being. Mm -hmm. And so you know your body and being able to listen to that intuition and even open up and deepen your intuition through the process of healing is incredibly important. So I so thank you guys for listening to this episode. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. interested in becoming a client for energy coaching, find me at www.thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do or hit me up on IG at thelovelyalia for daily content and inspiration.